Welcome to the Save the Mermaids podcast. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Blake. And here's your mythology mini-sode. It's Mythology Monday. Hello. Oh, I'm so excited (laughs) for this. Yeah, I was going to have you do the accent, but then I wanted to do the accent. I get it. And I've hogged the accents a lot lately, so. (laughs) And I love accents. It's so great. So um, this is my disclaimer. If anybody has been like watching my stories lately, they know I'm sick. Yes. And I was like, oh, I hope I'm not sick for Wednesday when we record. Mm-hmm. And here I am sick. So sorry. You just this... you just sound a little gravelly. It's, yeah. It's sexy. Ooh, yeah. Welcome to Save the Mermaids. Mm, get it. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. Okay. Mythology Monday. Today we're going um, with a British folklore. I thought from the LO. Yeah, you got it. You're so smart. <laughs> Um, today we're learning about Coventina, which is such a pretty name, I thought. Oh, it sounds so witchy to me. Yeah. Like a witch coven? It's a little bit witchy. There's a well involved. Oh, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> so little is known about Coventina other than, that, than um, that she's known to have been an important local goddess of springs and wells and of Celtic origin, Aww. which is just so many of them. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's your aura coming through. I like the Celt. I'm like... <laughs> is that you like playing it while yeah, I sleep so I, I do. do I play the harp while you're not oh. don't know that's not creepy at all so <laughs> but also I'm impressed that you secretly know the harp I do not know the harp um okay anyway she is believed to have been worshipped from about um 200 BC to 400 AD her main attributes are abundance, renewal, new beginnings, purification, life cycles, gentle inspiration, like the harp when you're sleeping, <laughs> prophecy, and birthing. Um, Aventina was found in, like, like, the whole idea of her was found in a walled area, which has been built to contain the outflow of the spring now called, quote, Coventina's well. No, she sounds so sweet. Yeah, she sounds sweet, but it's weird because she was like buried. Like her whole history and like who she was was it's all contained in this one well. Huh. So okay, so when the Christian religion spread throughout the Roman world, um, in like 391 AD, Emperor Theodosius I declared that all shrines and temples to the old deities were to be destroyed. So there's evidence that devotees of Coventina tried to conceal and protect her shrine by covering the pool and his offerings with stones and building blocks. Hmm. So they literally like built a well above her, her offerings. Well. Yeah. Wow. To like shield her and protect her and give yeah. her a place to be. Okay. Isn't that sweet? I don't think I've yeah. ever heard of anything like I that. You usually just assume that they were destroyed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um Let's see. The contents of the well included 13,487 coins from Mark Antony to um, Gratian, a relief of three water nymphs, the head of a male statue, two dedication slabs to Coventina, 10 altars to Coventina, two clay incense burners, and a wide range of votive objects. So, wow. yeah. So, yeah, excavation of the site revealed several inscribed altar- altars of Coventina in the typical Roman nymph form, reclining, partially clothed, and associated with water. Mm, so, she, yeah. That's like, the dream. Super water goddess vibes. Yes. I want to be reclining, partially clothed, and associated with water. Forever. Forever. <laughs> Forever. So, do you think that a bunch of her followers, like, put their own altars and stuff in that well and then hit it together? 
I think so because there's so much stuff in there. Like it seemed that like wouldn't very be much... a normal temple. No. Yeah. And I don't think it was tent. meant to be a temple. I think like Christians came in and they were like, what do we do? Like, yeah. Bury it, mm-hmm. build a well on top of it. No. So it was kept relatively safe mm-hmm. all those years until excavators found it. Um, but wow. she was like super unknown because they had to literally bury her. Yeah when christianity came through it's interesting to me because her vibe is very similar to nehelenia Mm -hmm. where it's healing harvest the ocean birth and death right which is also really similar to clina healing birth death like all of um, why why are there so many do you think it's just different names for the same goddess i do i you know i love this topic because the entire world worships like the same things yeah like we very much value the same things in this life Mm -hmm. and a lot of those are that and for some reason we always associate it with water and the ocean and the tides and the moon and it's just I do I really do think it's the same version or a different version of the same yeah it feels it feels like the same goddess it totally does and these are I mean granted she's got Celtic um backgrounds and tie-ins and mm-hmm. stuff just like Nihilinia and um Kledna, but mm-hmm. we find it in other nations too so I don't know I don't know I just sister feel like goddesses sister goddesses yeah yeah oh. I, I know it's just it's super interesting I love that there was actual proof that people like worshipped her so much that they like hid her hid stuff her and protected her that's really cool yeah oh I know see goddess Thanks so much for diving in with us today. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram at Save the Mermaids Podcast. Visit our website at www.mermaidconservation.com for all the podcast merch and our eco-friendly favorites. And don't forget to join our Facebook community, Save the Mermaids Podcast Community. This is where we will post our monthly meetups, share our favorite underwater adventures, and connect with like-minded ocean lovers all over the world. Until next time, mermaids! Thank you.